Good afternoon and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good afternoon, Sherry. Good afternoon, Michael. How are you? Doing great, thanks. And yourself? Well, if it got any crazier, I, uh, <laughs> I'm great and I'm super grateful for practice because it keeps me here amidst the craziness. Yeah, here and sane. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know how people do it without practice. Oh, I don't either. I don't either. Uh, in fact, of course, we're you know in a similar situation. I was just working on the latest blog <laughs> detailing our <laughs> moves from here to here to here to here to this to yeah. that to something yeah. else. Yeah. And uh, it's just... Uh, I'm I'm really grateful for the ability to be present and for good organizational skills. Mm, yes. I, so, which yes. I think is just critically important to a, a sane life. Mm. Um, so you know, you just it, you you write it down, you put it on your calendar. There it is, uh, and you keep it with you, and you're checking it, and that way, you know, don't get overbooked and. Uh, uh, you know, there's there's space for everything, and it all fits, and 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 then life does seem to unfold when we're present. Life does unfold in a way that is manageable because life mm. doesn't double book. Mm. People do, but life doesn't. Right, right, right. Right, life is only doing one thing at a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to have dedicated times for practice like this and the morning show. Yeah. Is Valuable. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that—that's the critical part. You know, people will say, of course, and we've heard it for years and years. You know, well, you know, I—I I really got away from practice because everything got so busy. Well, no. <laughs> if things are really busy, then you need to practice more, not less, because mm-hmm. not practicing never makes anything better. Yes. There was a great quote about that, in fact, recently. Uh, you know, where somebody was saying what. Uh, you know, whatever was made better by not paying attention. Mm, right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me to know that the next hour, you know, anything else can happen in the world. And I'm here. I'm doing this. I'm That's right. With all my attention. I'm not going for a walk. I'm not multitasking. I'm, I'm yeah. for me, I'm just sitting right here on my little cushion Mm-hmm. Uh, talking to you and talking to anybody else, and and life is then sane, no matter how how uh, busy things get, and things do get busy. You know, lots uh, yes. lots happens a lot of the time, and uh, but again, it's only ever one thing at a time. Right. Yes. Thanks for that. Mm-hmm. And I have an announcement. All right. If you're already meditating in the morning or wish to start, enjoy the extra support of meditating with Sangha with virtual meditation groups. The 30-minute conference call meditation sessions happen seven days a week. Isn't that good? It is good. And with all the technology, right? I mean, we can be meditating with folks just pretty much any time of the day or night. Mm, yes, yes. And for a complete schedule and for other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. 
And the usual reminders today, Sherry, if you'd like to get in the queue to talk with Sherry, please press star six and then one to make gas show and a conversation on one topic in about five minutes is great. Uh-huh. All right, so let's see who we got here. All right, you ready, Sherry? I'm ready. Okay. First caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, this is Helga in Charleston. Hi, Helga. Hey, Helga. Hey. What are you up to? Yeah, um... Yeah, you know, I uh, I just wanted to talk about uh, my experience that I had. I was in Germany uh, for a month, not too long ago, um, and spent a good spent a good amount of time with my sister, who I've had, you know, since I was a teenager, probably a really difficult relationship. Um, mm. Just very difficult. Uh, didn't spend a lot of time with her. Um, she older, Helga? She's two years older than me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, yeah. okay. And it always it always felt like there was a lot of uh, rivalry. And I, um, anyway, and you know, up to a point where actually we didn't talk for a couple of years. Um, and anyway, so, you know, I, I came to Germany after I hadn't been, hadn't seen anybody for three years over there. And um, it was just so amazing uh, to see the change, you know, and, and I, to me, it's like that's where I see the change, you know, when I come back to a very similar situation or the same situation and everything is totally different. Um, <laughs> I, had a, yeah. I had a really good time with her. Um, mm. You know, I just felt, I, you know, I could see her fear. I could see her compensation. I could... I could understand her in a way that I never have because, you know, over these last how many years, I've I've understood I've understood myself better, and yeah. yeah, you know, I saw so much of myself in her, and you know, she has different ways of dealing with her fears. Um, you know, we had very different uh, ways of of living in this world, but, you know, the, it, it was the same thing, you know, it's the same, mm-hmm. uh, the same panic, the same, um, anyway, you know, it's like, it, it was just like, yeah. I felt so close to her, and I mm. felt so much compassion for her, uh, mm-hmm. and I know all of that is only because of practice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Helga, one of the things that, uh, that we talk about periodically is the things that we can't deal with in other people are the things that we haven't dealt with in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Because when we're around somebody who, ha- who is doing or being or, you know, acting out or saying things uh, that we haven't dealt with in ourselves, then we don't want to be in touch with that. But as you say, you've done a lot of work. So you know about these places in yourself, and you've made peace with them, by and large. I mean, I'm sure there are places to go, but you've, mm-hmm. in many cases, you've made peace with them. And so you're not triggered when it comes up in somebody else. You, you just yeah, have and, sympathy. Yeah, and, and just really, you know, I, I really, I, I just felt like, you know, I, I've just, I've just, 
so much more understanding, you know, yeah. about how I have, you know, what happened to me, how I've reacted to it. And then, you know, and, and in the past, there was just so many judgments that I put on her. And we had a really yeah. good conversation at some point, you know, about some old stuff. And, you know, and, and one of the things that it, it really just dropped in, you know, there was like some old resentment about, you know, um, having told her about Osho and, and my experience and how wonderful it is and she completely rejected it and there was always this little bit of a resentment, you know, it's like, I mean, not that I ever really thought much about it, but there was, it was there somewhere. Yeah. You know, and I, yeah. I looked at her, I was with her and we talked and I realized, you know, for her to not having anything to do with that, that was just the exact right decision. You know, it's like I, I have no idea what the right thing is for other people. I really don't. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and I was thinking about that in the context of, ge- uh, of generosity. And I could really see, you know, like how ego with all its judgments, you know, judging everybody all the time, including myself all the time, it's so small and so yucky, you know. And petty. Generosity yeah. From, yeah, and petty, petty, totally petty. Mm-hmm. And that generosity, yeah. you know, that... That, that insight that came, you know, and it, I could feel it in my body, you know. It's like it just, like, opened up this, this place of, of really just loving her the way she is, you know. She made the, the right decision for her, uh, you know, who the hell am I, <laughs> you know. So, anyway, it was yes. just a wonderful uh, let go of, of this pettiness and, and judgmentalness that I've carried around for, for my whole life, pretty much, you know. Or, well, we do. For a long time. We do. For a long time. That's right. That's so. right. And so uh, a lot of sympathy for you, right? Because we do. We, we're, trained to, we're trained to do that. <laughs> that's, what, that's what ego does. That's what conditioning does. And so mm-hmm. sympathy for, if, for everybody. I mean, it would be nice, and this is something, you know, that we can take from a situation like this. You know, somebody comes to you and they're all excited about ha, 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 whatever it is. And we can be happy for them. It, it, it may not be right for us, but that doesn't mean we're, we can't be happy for them. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Which, again, mm-hmm. is, not, is not the way we're taught. <laughs> you know, right. it's, either, uh, it's either right or it's wrong. And if it's wrong for me, it's wrong for everybody. And I need to express that opinion, and you need to be clear about how I feel about it. And actually, no, we don't. We can just be interested in one another, as you say, compassionate, open, sympathetic, understanding, enjoying. It's not a threat. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, it was like such a completely different experience. And it was just yeah. really, really, I was, you know, I was really amazed. Um, yes, how, it, how it's, like, it's like it's uh, like uh, you get to see you as a completely new person. You can see your sister as a completely new person, right? Uh, mm-hmm. She's different than she was when you were kids. She's different than she was three years ago. So are you, right? You're both different mm-hmm. people, and so where are you now? And then the opportunity mm-hmm. to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's just it's yeah. really good. We can see peace in the world. That's exactly how it happens. That's how it could happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Mm. Lovely. Yeah. Happy for you. Happy for both Thank of you. you. Yeah. You know, get an, a new uh, unconditionally loving relationship. Who doesn't need more of those? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, especially with somebody, you know, with so much history. Yeah, oh, exactly. And you that know, you're going to, the odds are really good you're going to know for the rest of both of your lives. Whoever goes first, you know, you're, you're going to know each other. There's going to be that connection. And so how wonderful to have mm. it be a happy one. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All so right. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, my dear. Thank you. Mm. Thanks. Go happy. You too. Thanks for joining us, Helga. And Sherry, I, what was dropping in for me was really the, the fruits of diligent practice and um, the joys that come with exactly. that. Exactly. 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 And, and again, that point, um, you know, our conditioning, the ego, egocentric, self-hating conditioning, um, that uh, with all of that judgment um, and that keeps us, separates us from ourselves and, by extension, separates us from other people. So the importance of having that uh, compassion for oneself that understanding that everything that we go through is essential for us to go through. If it weren't, it wouldn't be happening. And so, uh, right? So to, to bring that, that understanding and compassion has far-reaching implications. Yes. Yep. Yes, definitely. And Sherry, we have another caller here. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? <clears throat> Hi, Sherry and Michael. It's Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel. What's going on? Hello. Oh, I'm going through a big growth spurt. Um, <laughs> uh, I've become aware of some um, things that I do, but it's um, it's tricky to talk about because it's connected to the conversation before, and this is where it gets dicey. So I have um, this personality, right? And I run into people, and some people really like it and feel safe and comfortable with me, and some people feel very offended by the directness and the, like, clarity with which I say things or, like, uh, confidence or whatever that I say things with. And then I, you know, I can get feedback that I'm, I'm, I'm too harsh or something like that. And then I don't get that feedback from other folks because, as you were saying, whatever, that depends on what they've kind of worked out in themselves and culture and all that kind of stuff. So um, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm, I'm in a uh, relationship now where, and this is, you know, typical. Uh, my my partner gets very sensitive over a lot of things I say, and I get very sensitive over a lot of things he says. And you know, I'm I'm looking at that, and it's such a workshop because, um, how can I say this? I I I'm starting to doubt the notion uh, that it's sensitivity, and it's more just like a lot of ego uh, stuff and in myself. 
because I, I think ego was telling me that, you know, like I have a sensitive nervous system and certain words affect it in a certain way, but I think it's just that ego I, um, braces against certain things. And so it's, I'm, just, I'm just looking at that whole process. Well, Gabriel, I will tell you, I am in complete, absolute, utter agreement. I think that's exactly what goes on. <laughs> sensitivity, uh, sensitivity is is really uh, an iffy proposition, right? Uh, that the way it's used, you know, people. I've met, you know, I don't know how many people, lots and lots and lots of people, who were told when they were growing up that they were too sensitive, right? They're they're too sensitive. So uh, what that translates into, of course, is um, you, you, are, you are taking things on that I don't mean for you to take on. So I'm going to call you too sensitive. Um, hmm. So that, that whole process of, uh, you know, uh, another one that is very popular is I feel other people's feelings. Well, no, we don't. No, <laughs> we feel our own feelings and we project that the other person has something to do with that when actually they don't have anything to do with that. So it's just such a really interesting uh, place to, to look at for ourselves. But I, I would agree with you. It's, uh, and yeah, and, and I... your point about, your point about uh, this group of people are fine with it and this group of people aren't, you know, again, points us in a direction of pretty much what we experience in life is ourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think this extends it from what I'm looking at to the gajillion diagnoses and personality disorders and all of that. I think it's all ego. Um, I, it, that's what it seems to me. All this like borderline and ADD and all that stuff. I. It, it's starting to seem in my and, and even bipolar all that in my experience it seems like with a, a deep practice solid practice and like real dedication to it uh, all of this stuff uh, reveals itself to be um, just ego bamboozles that you know that's just it's just uh, conditioning karma that kind of stuff well, it, for for me, Gabriel, there's a there's a little. I mean, I think there's a little difference there, uh, and you'll see if you agree with me. But so you know, again, if I uh, were born later, I would have had a diagnosis of of bipolar. You know, back in the day, I I I was before any kind of diagnosis, but then along came manic depressive, right, and then it became bipolar, um, and so uh, I don't uh, subscribe to that uh, at all from the perspective of uh, if somebody wants to take responsibility, pay attention to what goes on with them, um, and, and um, take care of themselves in the sense of um, getting enough sleep, eating well, exercising, doing all of those kinds of things and not listening to ego voices make meaning about things, then it's not necessary to go in those directions, right? But most people don't want to do that. It's hard. It's really difficult. And most people would rather simply say, this is what's going on with me, take a medication and not have the experience. So 
is it true that uh, so for <laughs> for me and I think for you too, you know, sometimes I have so much energy I really don't know what to do with myself. Sometimes I can barely get out of a chair, right? Well, you can see how somebody would call that a condition and want to label those two things, and then think it's better not to have that going on, but to be uh, middle of the road, right? Never really all that excitable, never really all that uh, lethargic, right? Well, okay, but yes, is that all cultural conditioning? Absolutely it is. Yeah, I... um yeah, so in my relationship, I'm, so I, I do want to do the eating well, eating healthy, medita- uh, meditating, exercising, all that, and my partner doesn't want to do any of that stuff <laughs> because it's hard, as you said. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, he's got a lot of stress and all that stuff piled on with a bunch of things that make it harder for him. I've created, I'm self-employed, so I've designed my life around uh, my practice and self-care and all that, because I'm the one of the lucky ones that if I don't do that, I get in trouble. Um, I get in real oh, trouble. Yeah. I end up in a in a well, psych ward like in no time. Right. Well, and and Gabriel, everybody gets in trouble. They might not wind up in a psych ward, but uh, you know, people kill themselves. They they uh, take drugs. They you know become alcoholics. They overeat. They you know uh, they ruin their relationships. They you know uh, it, there are consequences to not being uh, whatever it is, whatever, fill in the word, not being able, not being willing, not being whatever it is to address issues directly. So if a person is able to address issues directly, I think that person is extremely fortunate. Yeah, I feel that way. Um, very fortunate. Very, very, very fortunate. And you know, that's, I think, why I resonate with this practice because um, it. I think it's um, I'm experiencing myself when I'm interacting with the sangha uh, because there's there's this um, kind of um, consensus or agreement or something or just experience of like we're all talking about taking excellent care of ourselves in one way or another and I just love that. Yes, yes, yeah, me too. And uh, back to your original your original uh, thing that you started out with. Um, you know, whatever your partner has going is whatever he has going, right? But for you, you can know, uh, you, can, you can use the relationship as a workshop, right? So if, uh, if he says or does something and you become offended or get your feelings hurt or your nose out of joint or whatever the, that is, uh, then that's on you. And you know that. Mm-hmm. You, can't, oh, you yeah. can't ask him or expect him to change or be different so that you have a different life experience. Now again, as you've noticed, that is not a popular uh, perspective. It's yeah. just not. People want other people to change so that they have a different life experience. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I love this mantra, bless them, change me. <laughs> I use yes. that in the middle of those moments. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly yeah. so. It's my yeah. problem. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and um, the, well, I I want to go because I want to let someone talk. But maybe you have um, a little tidbit for me on this. Uh, my my partner is, is, is changes his mind constantly, and and I love him. So like that's okay. 
but it, it, I'm experiencing a lot of fear over that, and I'm, I'm practicing with it and sitting with it, but I don't know if, if you had any, any pointer for that because I'm just um, witnessing a person that keeps changing, saying one thing one minute and then another minute says another and stuff, and it's, just, it's funny how uh, we can fall in love with that. <laughs> well, I think we're, we are actually, you know, the opposite to track business. I think it's yeah. actually, we, uh, you know, if, the, if our speculation about what we're doing here is correct, then it's to wake up and end suffering. And, and we are going to be drawn to the karmic issues. It's, you know, the first caller talking about a relation, difficult relationship with a sibling. And then doing the work, doing the work, doing the work, doing the work, and then it's a it's an unconditionally loving relationship with a sibling, and so that's what's possible for us. And we do seem to uh, attract, be attracted to the people who are going to provide for us the life experiences that that are going to be most helpful. And so there you are <laughs> with somebody who is doing that. And so you get, to, you get to look at your fear issues. You get to look at how, I mean, what difference does it make if somebody else changes their mind if, if you're not changing yours? So yeah. we're going to, yeah, you and I are going to leave at 7 o'clock so that we can get to the performance on time. And then there's somebody who can't ever leave on time. We'll leave without them. There doesn't have to be hard feelings. We don't have to be, have consensus on everything. We don't have to compromise. And there, oh, I, there, there's I'm, no, there's I'm, no I'm, need I'm, for I'm, hard feelings. I'm there now, and I, I've established this like, very uh, firmly. Um, you know, I will not take any responsibility uh, for how you feel when I say anything. Because uh, I keep getting the feedback. I feel like you're patronizing me. I feel like you're patronizing me. And, and, and I'm like, I am not doing that. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Uh, so, yes, exactly. so there's, there's, there's blowback on the other end, and that's what's causing the fear right now that uh, the other person well, is just like... Yeah. If, if I may, if I may, mm-hmm. with that Please. one before I let you go, okay? Yes. So yes. I feel like you're patronizing me. Um, you know that that's not where you're coming from, but he mm-hmm. feels that way. And so you can facilitate a conversation about that. Oh, I, I do. Right? And then, I, ha- and then yeah. I have to facilitate a conversation about whether he wants to stay or leave the relationship. And then I have to facilitate a conversation about the exam coming. And <laughs> so it, it's a very well, colorful relationship. <laughs> yeah, and yes, and you can facilitate those conversations for as long as you want. And when you need a break, you can take a break. Yeah. But when you're in relationship with him, that's what you that's what you can do if you choose to. Yeah. So I don't know why, um, but I enjoy it. I don't fully yeah, understand well, why. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're. It's hard to know whether we're really attempting to end suffering or we're gluttons, gluttons for punishment. But um, <laughs> as long as you're enjoying it, <laughs> you're going to be there. So that's good. Uh, okay. Well, that, that that was helpful. That that gluttons for punishment because I still haven't figured that one out. I don't know. Well, don't don't even try, Gabriel. Don't even try to figure it out. Just be where you are with what you're experiencing in the moment because that's our best opportunity. Yeah. We, don't, we yeah. never need to know why. We just need to be here, paying attention. Yes, 
Yeah, thank you, mm-hmm. Sherry. Uh, I, it's so it's so, so fun to, to do it together. <laughs> oh, it is. There's nothing like Saga. There's nothing like practicing with Saga. It's true. It's true. No. Yeah. All no. right. Thank and you, we, and we are and we are all each other uh, in the sense that we we are oh. all where we are. Yes. Um. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And we are all one. Right. It's a it's a yeah. very it's a literal statement. It is a true, yes. literal statement. We are one. Yep. Yes. Yeah. All, right. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you. Good night. Good, Good night, night, Michael. Thank you. Good night, Katie. Thanks for joining us. And, Sherry, we are going to go to uh, Good News Updates now. All right. Okay. So uh, let's see here. All right. And then after that, Sherry, we'll come back and talk with more callers. All right. Uh, Sherry, our guest cannot be found, and uh, I'm wondering if we should just keep going with our show here. Yeah, sure. That sounds fine. Okay, great. Let me uh, get back there. I hope we haven't. We'll find them sooner or later. Yes, yes. Okay. All right here. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hello, Michael and Sherry. This is Judy from California. Hi, Judy. Well, hello, Judy. Hi, Sherry. Sherry, what are you up so- to? Well, during the Socratic class, you and I talked about this, uh, how conditioning runs me around money. And the guidance you uh-huh. gave me was to take few, a few times, several, every, every day, take a few times to sit and just not meditate, just sit. And then when I had a thought about money, um, redirect my attention and you know, redirect my attention. So as I practice uh-huh. that, it's very easy for me to redirect my attention in my mind and even to follow my breath. But then you suggested going into my body, and that's, um, that doesn't happen. The peace and calm that I say in my mantra, or even when I follow my breath, doesn't seem to sink into my body. Uh-huh. So what, what happens? Well, for now, for example, we're in the process of selling my, our home of 40 years, and we don't know if the offer is accepted. You know, we're in negotiation. So even as I talk, my stomach is tight, my chest is tight, my stomach's upset, is like rumbling, my chest is tight, um, and you know, maybe I'm trying too hard, but no matter what I do, I can't get peace in my body. Okay. And, and yet you can when you focus on the breath. No, the breath is, is uh, we've talked about the breath before. It's a little sketchy for me. I'm vulnerable with the breath. That was the word you used, and that's exactly correct. So I can yeah. slow down my breathing. I can manage my breathing, but it doesn't seem to transfer to calming my body. Okay, so when, when uh, you're in this kind of state, um, what is the relationship between, so, we're, we're talking about this, and you can describe very clearly what's going on in your body. It's the, the upsetness of the body, right? So right, right. Your attention, your attention is not actually on calming the body. Oh. It's on watching the upsetness? Yeah, Exactly. So this is the way it often goes for us. It's like um, 
so uh, so I'm you know anxious about something, and so you know I have all this stuff in the third chakra, blah, 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 right? And right. so then I'm going to breathe. Maybe I'm going to lie on the floor and stretch out and just breathe and uh, look out the window at the blue sky and the clouds and you know, and then I need to check in to see if I'm still anxious. Uh huh. So I'm checking in with conditioning to see how I'm feeling. Is that what you're suggesting? That's, ex- that's exactly right. Okay. That's exactly okay. right. And of course, what conditioning is going to do? There's it's uh, like people will talk about when they get unmuted to be on the call, and there's a big rush of adrenaline. Right. So you turn attention to see what's going on with the body, and there's a there's a rush with it. You, you know, Judy, how how you can you can feel so wherever you're sitting right now. If you if you turn your attention to your say your big toe, can you feel the attention making contact with the toe? Well, I can. I can, I'm aware of my mind going to the toe. I don't know that I can feel the toe. Uh-huh. But you can feel the attention that you, if we call it your mind, or we could right, call right. it attention, right? Yeah. The attention goes to the toe, and you, right. can, you can feel the toe. It's really subtle for anybody who's <laughs> practicing along here with us. It's really subtle, right? Um, and... And yet, you can feel it as soon as you, uh, you know, as soon as we think about it, as soon as we consider it, as soon as that becomes a possibility, then we realize, oh yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can feel that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So the same thing is happening when you turn attention to your third chakra, and the and the issue is anxiety. As soon as you turn attention there, that that connection gets made. And so the conclusion is, I, yeah, I still feel anxious. I'm lying here on the floor. I'm breathing. I'm looking at the blue sky and the clouds, but I'm still anxious. Well, mm-hmm. the tricky part about that is, were you right before you checked this condition's <laughs> mind to see what you were feeling? Because uh-huh. certainly when you check in with conditioned mind to see what you're feeling, it's going to tell you <laughs> that you're feeling what it's always telling you you're feeling. Uh huh. So, if we extrapolate a little here, so say you know you've got an issue, you're selling your house, and uh, there's the, all the money stuff. If you're going to be checking in with great regularity, right? Right. With right. how you feel, and every time right. you check in with how you feel, you're going to get the information that, yep, that's how you feel. Mm-hmm. You, you feel anxious. You feel, mm-hmm. and why do you feel anxious? Well, you feel anxious because you have money issues, because you get tortured over money. Mm-hmm. Again, is that true? We're not certain that that's true. All we know is that's the belief system based on every time I check in and the mind goes to money or the house or the sale or the future or whatever it is, and I feel this, I feel this tightness, this tension, this distress in my body, okay, yep, that's me, mm-hmm. that's Judy. Mm-hmm. There I am. Yeah, Sherry? Yeah. You sound a little muffled uh, to me. Maybe really? You... Oh, that's better. Hmm. That's better. Well. Send, 
Say another couple words there. And there, how 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 about that? Perfect. Muffled? No, no, no perfect. All clear. Thank oh, I got a state-of-the-art headset on, so it's pro <laughs> that's probably what it is. Um, okay, good. Thank you. Yeah, I got a text from somebody saying that I sounded kind of far away, but then I wasn't getting any other information, so I thought I just drifted off. Okay, so um, so Judy, are you with me? I'm with you. I'm with you. It, it feels though like this stomach upset is with me all the time, whether I'm checking in or not. So is that just conditioning? Well, yes, it is. Okay. Y yes, it is because it, it's um, you, you know, once we have a, a, a something like that get started, it, it becomes sort of a constant, right? Uh -huh. Because uh -huh. uh, yeah, so you're you're checking in. Uh, the sensations mean what they mean to you. Yes. The yes, sensations yes. are there. The sensations reinforce the belief. The belief reinforces the sensations. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that there's something in science that would, we could use as an example of how that works. But it's like self-referencing. Yes. So, uh -huh. so they're, ju they're just constantly, constantly reinforcing one another. Okay. And what you're trying to do, of course, is break the circuit. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Which means yeah. that instead of this, now this is this is where it gets wacky. But uh, if if those sensations did not mean what they mean to you, you would be able to see that they are simply sensations. They okay. don't actually mean anything, mm -hmm. right? If they could mm -hmm. be, they could be anything. It depending on who raised you, <laughs> you know how you were raised. What you, what you were taught things were. So if they were, and I'm sure we've talked about this, if they mm -hmm. were considered excitement, mm -hmm. I mean, you're selling your house. You know, mm -hmm. you're, you're starting a whole new chapter in your lives, right? This is, right. This is exciting. This is, mm -hmm. this is thrilling. We have no idea. But, of course, that's not how we're meant to look at it, right? Right. It's anxiety-producing. Right. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, we never know what's going to happen, mm -hmm. but we don't believe that. We don't believe mm -hmm. that for a second, right? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. that's, the, you know, that's the loop that you're really caught in now. So the practice has to be a, a truly a change in an orientation to life. That, that it's not just a theory that you don't know what's going to happen. You really, mm -hmm. you know, we really need to get that. No, I don't know. If, if somebody came in and offered you four times the price you're asking for that house, it still wouldn't tell you anything about the future. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You could step out in front of a car tomorrow and be dead as mackerel. Right. Okay? Right. So all of those illusions that, that ego has us cling to it's really critical that we see them for what they are. Okay. Because as we see them for what they are, then, then we really can begin to relabel those sensations. They can become anticipation, excitement, the unknown. Mm -hmm. It's an adventure. Mm -hmm. right? You're going to go on an around-the-world uh, cruise, tour, whatever. What will you see? Where will you go? What will you eat? Who will be there? Who will you meet? Mm -hmm. What's going to... Mm -hmm. It's very exciting. Mm -hmm. Right? So is, is uh, like you talked about on the show this morning, that I'm divinity experiencing life? That's right. As Judy. That's exactly right. Okay. And the karma, the karma of that has a great deal to do with money, security, yes. 
the future, fear, right? Uh-huh. And that's that's the that's the human life that divinity is having through right. duty. Okay. And the and opportunity getting, Go ahead. Well, and getting old. You know, so the way I look at this move is that we're going to a senior center because I'm going to go old and that's the place to die. You know, so that's the story rather than all the adventurous things that you mentioned earlier, which could be. Oh, absolutely. Uh, in fact, there's somebody that I talk to with great regularity. Uh, they moved into a 55-plus kind of place, and her life has absolutely exploded. She started a gardening club, and they're, they're all engaged in planting trees and, uh, you know, all of these working to save the planet kinds of things and meeting all these fabulous people, and it's better, her life is better than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, again, we don't know. We have a chance to make it whatever we choose to make it. Uh-huh. The opportunity, of course, as spiritual people is, divinity would like you to be happy. <laughs> yes. It would yes. like you to enjoy your life and get past this karma. That's the real opportunity that's there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But you have to do it. Nothing, yes. nothing else. I mean, you could take medication. So that you didn't feel all that stuff. And mm-hmm, that's, again, mm-hmm. as we were talking about previously, right. yes. very popular, especially in this country. Yeah. Or, no, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. No, you could take it on as a, as a challenge. And every time you, you, you turn your attention there and the, and the stomach is upset and the shoulders are tight, you just say, yeah, well, that's an old habit. But what's really true is I can just, I can relax because... I'm here, it's really beautiful, I live in a beautiful place, I'm getting ready to start this exciting new adventure, I have my person that's going to go with me into this new thing. And again, you just talk with the mentor, especially with your recorder, until ego loses interest in trying to get your attention. Now in the beginning, it's going to feel like it's second by second by second. But as you practice it, the stretches will be greater. And pretty soon... You'll tip over an edge, and uh, and that karma will no longer grip you in that way. Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember on a, on another show you talked to a person who was in a, a similar situation and said that these are all great opportunities for us to practice, you know, build our skills. And I can see that. That's right. Okay, that's right. I just don't. You well, know, it it is ex- Judy, Judy. It is exactly like learning to speak Spanish. Oh, okay, you remember. Okay, it's right. It's the exact same process. If you don't practice it, if you don't think about it, you don't learn it. And oh, so, so you moved. put yourself, you right. You put yourself in situations where you have to speak Spanish. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm so moved so that you, you remember learn. that, Sherry. Oh, Sherry, I'm so touched. Thank you. It's right. You're right. I can, I can get that example completely. Yes. Yeah. It's exactly the same thing. And I would say, karmically, it's why you were drawn to doing that. Because that is a way to practice this process in uh, preparation for bringing the same process to something really karmically entrenched and threatening and frightening, like yeah. the financial future, right. getting old. Right. Yeah, but yeah. it's all the same thing. Huh. Oh. Oh, I'm on my knees thanking you, bowing. Thank you. There she goes. There she goes. There she goes. All right. Keep in touch, huh? But I will. Keep, Thank you. Keep me posted as you go forward. Okay. All right. All right. Thank, Thank you, you, Judy. Thanks, Michael. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're welcome.
Thanks for joining us, Judy. Another fabulous conversation, Sherry. Uh, I just, I just. Love oh, it. I tell you, we're lucky people, aren't we? We are lucky, lucky people. We are lucky, lucky people, and we mm-hmm. have another caller here. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Yeah, this is Brad Phillips in Annapolis, Maryland. Oh, excuse me, just Brad. Oops. It's just Brad. He's he's just plain it's Brad. Never hey, mind Brad. Right. No, we know. No, no. what's in the name? What's in the name? I've been on, you know. Anyway, what's in the name? So, what I was calling about, you know, such a segue from the last caller, is the experience that almost makes me want to quit practice. And what that's about is when I finally start to cross over to mm-hmm. consistent practice, feeling mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's when that's always when the sabotage yep. starts. That's and it. That's when you I've want to quit. Had, I'm I'm totally familiar that it's all the same process, mm-hmm. not as much the content. I've been with you long enough to know that, you know, it changes content, whatever it can get me with. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. But I'm almost well, egos doesn't even want me to admit it because it's one of those type of deals where I wish I could be on a retreat right now and you could just say to everyone, has anyone else had this experience of not being used to being that happy or that lit up and then you get pulled out of it immediately and hopefully everyone else would raise their hand because I need to see that. That's right. You know? That's exactly right. Yes, yes. And you know, Brad, uh, medical people will tell you about this. Psychotherapists will tell you about this. That when, when people get to a point, they, they, there they are, okay? So I'm suffering over this, I'm sick, I'm this, I'm that, you know, all of that. And I don't want it and I hate it and I want to be different. I want my life to be different. I get to that point where my life is going to be different and I quit. Because yeah. it's in, I don't know, some book we wrote. I can remember using this as an example. So I say to you, I really want to lose weight, but I can't. Now, what we're meant to believe is that the message is, I really want to lose weight. That's who I am. But the whole message is, I want to lose weight, but I can't. So, when I start to lose weight, the real identity is threatened. Because the I can't is as much an identity as I want to lose weight. Yeah. Well, again, it goes back to my concern over that pull towards ego rather than continuing to, as you say, put the pedal to the metal, um, Mm -hmm. getting past it, no matter what the content. Mm -hmm. And then, Mm -hmm. um, you know, then it does become Groundhog Day. With whatever the car yes. is. And but, but Brad, here's the good news about that. First of all, you can't quit. If you could quit, you would have quit a long time ago. So you, you might have uh, you know, a hiatus I here and there. You might have... I still suffer, but listen, I, I know that this works, so it's the wisdom of no yeah. escape. I mean, you know, there That's is that. right. But, but there can be times when... You're, you're not really practicing that much, right? So it's like you get you're almost to the finish line, and so you just kind of take your foot off the accelerator, right? 
but you 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 can't get off the path. You just you can't. And anybody listening, you think, oh, that's nice for Brad, but I certainly can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. It's not possible. And so what happens with us is that we we go along and uh, and we believe all these stories that ego tells us, right? Um, and and what we have trouble accepting is, but I'm not ready. Okay, I'm I'm not ready now. When I say to people, because you haven't suffered enough, they get deeply offended. But it's true. It well, really is true. Is true. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what led me to. And so, led me to song to begin with. You know. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And so, and so, uh, when I, it's like, um, well, uh, I don't know. For me, smoking cigarettes, right? Uh, it, it, it was only when I was thoroughly sick of it, when I wanted something more, that I was able to quit. But I tried to quit a thousand times before I actually quit. Right? And so I could either see all those attempts to quit as failure, or I could see them as getting ready. And when I finally quit, then I could see all of those as getting ready. Because once I quit... I never wanted to start again because I was done. <laughs> I was finished with it. Yeah. Well, again, that is some of my, regardless of the content, that is one that always circles back around to me, even just conditioning whispered in my ear right there. See, she managed to not go back to the same things. What's your problem? <laughs> it's just well, like, yes. Break. But she didn't manage that. She didn't manage that for dozens, if not hundreds of times. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's the, yeah, there is no problem with it. We have to be finished. And, and to me, that is, that is a glorious aspect of practice. Because if we quit through willpower or we make ourselves do something because we grit our teeth and we, you know, that's when we're going to go back to it. But when you're really thoroughly finished with it, it's done. It's done. Or well, even notice And then now. we're free. Yeah, approaching those things and initiating the practice, if I can do it from an area of compassion in my life rather than self-hate, it makes it that much easier. I mean, obviously, if I'm having conditioning running my my practice, it's going to, you know, it's going to take off a lot better, so... Well, Um, and and Brad, Brad, what you're pointing to is the essence of it, okay? So if we divide it up into, into three, three places, okay? Here's the guy, Brad, okay? And, uh, and, and here's ego, and here's uh, it, the intelligence that animates, compassion, divinity, whatever, what an, what's animating that mm-hmm. human being, okay? And so uh, the relationship between those, if, if ego is in charge of that human being, He's just going to be on a roller coaster of suffering from birth to death, right? Because um, that's what feeds ego. And so what we're learning to do in practice is to step into that condition, uh, that compassionate awareness that can see that human being, really see him, really see him, see the goodness, see who he actually is. See his struggles, what he's up against. It's like our first caller talking about her sister, right? Really see him and understand him. 
and from that place of compassionate acceptance, really want to help him, really want to get ego out of the picture. Not, not make him a better person. It's not self-improvement. It's none of that. It's really take care of him because of being able to see his authentic nature, that he is divinity, as we, Judy was just talking about, that to see that Brad is the divine living a human life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, uh, it's just, it's, 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 it's tricky, but uh, that doesn't it mean is. it's not doable. <laughs> Why well, just think about it? It really you is. You can start out with yeah. practice. You know, I just had like a week where I just realized all these different things that I was doing karmically out of the blue that would set me up for self-hate. And I'm like, ego yeah. is trying to get my attention is what's going on here because I just noticed it with different content. You know, yeah. I'm like, oh, what did I well, do? It, you know. Okay, so now what I would, I, it, maybe this is what you're saying, but how I would frame that is the divine is trying to get your attention. So there's ego setting you up, and suddenly you realize it. Well, where did that come from? The intelligence that animates you told you. Brad, pay attention. Yeah. Look, look what's yeah. going on over there. Yeah, and yeah. all the practice that I've done made me aware of it, you know. That's um, exactly right. That's exactly right. It's think, Brad the human and the divine that animates solidifying, deepening and solidifying their relationship. And there will be no, nothing in that relationship for ego. Ego is yeah. going to get squeezed out. That's just how it is. One last thing. I think Ashwini had talked about one time about how she has like a karma list of you know, how it goes down numerically starting with one, two, three, four, five. And I noticed last night, I'm like, I feel great. One and two didn't happen. Then I'm like, wait, I'm staying up late. That's three. And at least uh -huh. with that realization of the awareness that that's at least what ego does, I didn't have to take it so personally. That's right. It's a, good, it's a good on you. Good. I saw it. This is great. This yeah. is what awareness, awareness practice is practicing awareness. Yeah. So, so it, it kind of doesn't matter. I'm aware. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. And from that, you see it from a whole different perspective. You're not That's identified right. with it. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly right. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much. It's good to, good to talk well, to you. Well, you are so welcome. Good right. to talk to you, as always. Take yeah. care. All right. You too. All right. Bye -bye. Good night, Brad. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us, Brad. And Sherry, we're at three minutes to the top of the hour here. Do you want to take another caller, or shall we say... You know, Michael, that's never going to work with me. I mean, that five-minute rule, you know, how do you get me stopped after five minutes? Come on, come on. No, that's not, that's not going to happen. We better, we better just call it an evening, and um, we hope live to fight another day. Oh, no, that's not what we say, is it? <laughs> well, it's been a mm -hmm. show, and I'm grateful for you and for everyone here, and uh, go happy. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Thank you so much. Go happy, everybody. Go happy.